You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Nichols. This is Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. I could uh, definitely use a haircut. Still uh, a haircut, huh? Yep. Uh, being quarantined inside the house. and Really hurting um, there, huh? Yep. My barber doesn't want to come over, uh, and his place is closed down, so it's not looking too great. You know what I miss right now? Oh, I mean, beyond you know the essentials or whatever, I miss sports. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, and if yeah. and you know, football season's coming around. When you get this thing lined out, <laughs> these are real priorities we're talking about. You here. can't lose football season. I mean, we gotta have. I mean, I'm already missing out on a lot of sports right mm-hmm. now, and um, I'm a sports fan. We're sports fans, but uh, yeah, um, I, at first it didn't really bother me too much, but it's starting to sink in. I need something, so we've been just, cooped up inside too long. It's just one of those things. So, anyways. Yeah. All right. So a couple couple quick things before we get started. Uh, if you guys do us a favor, head over to our uh, website, twosmartassets.com. There we have some great resources for passive investors. Uh, one of them is a, a guide to uh, passive investing in apartment syndications. And this is really just a, just a quick overview, a simple overview of how you can get started in apartment syndication investing. So if, it's going to have a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, if you've never done anything with apartment syndication, or even if you've done a few deals, there might be some good stuff in there for you as well. So check it out, twosmartassets.com. And then on our website, you also find a a sample deal. And with the sample deal, basically you're going to get an idea of what you can expect to receive from an operator when an opportunity arises, right? Mm -hmm. And then you'll be able to familiarize yourself with the type of information they provide. So when a real deal comes across your desk, you'll already know what to look for what these things mean, um, the type of information they get, and you know how to basically read one. So you'll be familiar with it. Yeah, right? it's pretty. It's a pretty standard uh, pitch deck. So look, look at what we got on there, and uh, kind of get familiar with it. And it, like he was saying, you know, it, it's uh, some generalized information, but across the board, uh, this is what you can readily expect. Yeah, so. the, the sample deal is pretty good. So check it out for yeah. sure. And then after you check it out, if you have any questions or topics you want to talk about uh, in these documents, the the guide for passive investing in real estate syndications or the sample deal, please don't hesitate to send us a message. Mm-hmm. You can you can just on the website there, go to the contact us page, drop us a line there, or you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just just send us a message, or or really, um, you can even comment. On one of our posts, really. I mean, that'd be great. You can just, anything you want, just put it there. We'd love to cl- connect with everybody. We want to talk to you guys. So, um, and then also, if you're a fan of the show, please, please, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and written review. It really helps us reach more like minded uh, individuals uh, that can benefit from this type of information. Because I know, I know when we started listening to podcasts, you know, there's only so much that were, there's thousands of podcasts, hundreds, mm-hmm. right? You know, real estate investing podcasts, and only some of them got to us. True. And those are the ones we listen to, right? Yep. And so we want to be that type of podcast for other investors as well. So if you could help us out with that, we greatly appreciate it. All right. So. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? So really, you know, we're talking about investing in real mm-hmm. estate, right? So there are many reasons why investing in real estate, especially multifamily real estate, is great. I mean, you got higher, higher than average returns. Right. Resilience. But one of the most attractive reasons are the tax benefits. Ooh. It's good stuff, right? So with that being said, today we're going to talk about cost segregation and bonus depreciation. And bonus depreciation, and while real estate investors 
should care about these topics. So these are big things. So make sure these are big, big, big things. So cost segregation and bonus depreciation as an investor, especially in these deals, huge. So but first, first, before we get into the details of cost segregation and bonus depreciation, what those are and what they mean for you as, a, as an investor, let's go through a just a, a quick recap of what depreciation is Okay. just for real estate, right? Sure. All right. So basically, you have a property. It's going to lose value over time due to... Degradation. Just the normal wear and tear, right? It's just going to be one of the... Things just happen, right? Right. Whether you got people living in it... it Natural things, right? It just yeah. happens. A little, right? so, little bit of wear and tear will happen. So, right. This, so, the, they've deemed this thing depreciation. Uh, it basically takes into account the decline of the asset over time. Mm-hmm. So, this asset is going to decline over time, and the depreciation is basically what's taking that into account. So, the IRS allows the owner of this asset to take a deduction for the property's depreciation. So, if you're an investor, there's something to pay attention to. So, really, the depreciation acts as a loss on the property's income, right? And therefore, it's going to reduce uh, the tax basis, which in turn uh, reduces the amount of taxes um, that you're going to have to pay on the income of that asset, right? So whatever you're getting for the income, it's going to reduce the the, the, the taxes paid on that. So typically, um, this is usually done uh, with a method called uh, straight-line depreciation. Yep. Yeah, straight-line depreciation, uh, where the depreciation is spread out evenly over a set number of years, mm-hmm. so which is like the useful, the useful life yep. of of that property or whatever we're talking about, right? right. Uh, it could be. There's a lot of different things you can use depreciation on, but we're talking about property here. So the IRS is basically going to set the number of useful years, useful years, quote unquote, right? That they allow depreciation depreciation on any one item. Mm-hmm. So the IRS considers the useful life of residential real estate. To be 27 and a half years. Right. Right. So, uh, therefore, the full depreciable cost of the items uh, will be spread equally over that time, the yeah. 27 and a half years. So, you have the property and then whatever whatever is classified as being able to be depreciated, it's going to be spread evenly over that 27 and a half years. So, all right. So, that's just a, a basic touch up on depreciation. I know a lot of you already probably know what depreciation is and are very familiar with it, but we had to get that out of the way just so we could... Right. Most things, obviously, you know, depreciate. As soon as you buy a new car, you drive it off a lot, depreciated. Right. Well, the IRS doesn't care too much about your car, but they care a lot about real estate. So they wrote a couple things in the tax code for us to utilize and incentivize. Right. So definitely something to pay attention to. I mean, it's one of the main reasons to get in real estate investing. So, all right. Well, let's move into cost segregation. Briefly. Briefly. Very briefly. So... What is cost segregation? Well, it's not as simple as just selling an asset, right? So you can think of selling commercial property as having many different layers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, an onion, kind of like we talked about before, right? Many different layers. Each of these different layers uh, potentially can be taxed at different tax rates uh, and be treated differently on a taxpayer's tax return, right? So, so really, what is the definition of cost segregation? I have the definition right here. I'm just going to read it. So I don't mess anything up. So I'm just it's gonna, important. I'm just We're, gonna, we are not CPAs. No, We're no, no. bringing you so an idea. Let me get it right here. So, I'm so cost segregation is a strategic tax planning tool that allows companies and individuals who have constructed, purchased, expanded, or remodeled any kind of real estate to increase cash flow by accelerating depreciation deductions 
and deferring income taxes. So therefore, a cost segregation study performed by a cost segregation engineering firm dissects the construction cost of purchase price of the property that would otherwise be depreciated over 27 and a half years, like we spoke about earlier, right? Right. The useful life of a residential building. So the primary goal of cost segregation study is to identify all property-related costs that can be depreciated over 5, 7, or 15 years. So that's what the definition says, right? Right. So what does this really mean? Okay, so here's how it works kind of in summary here. A real estate asset usually has components that wear out faster and need to be replaced more frequently than the structure as a whole, right? Uh, So this process converts um, a Section 1250 property, uh, which is like a non-residential real property that's actually subject to a 39-year straight-line depreciation, or a residential property that's subject to a 27-and-a-half-year straight-line depreciation. Well, so it turns these 1250 properties into what's called a 1245 property. So I'm throwing a couple numbers at you. Don't worry about it, but this is just kind of the, the inner working of what's going on. So it can, this process converts that 1250 property into what's called a 1245 property. This is a tangible personal property. This can accelerate the depreciation on certain interior and exterior components of the property of over those five, seven, or 15 years. So as a result, the the properties the property owner's income tax rate can be lowered because they're able to write off assets at a more accelerated rate than traditional straight line depreciation limits allow. So this increases their business cash flow and their profitability. It's huge, right? So these components, uh, they're you know these components generally uh, depreciate just fashion building itself. Yeah, I know I said that, but. Important to take note. Right. So saying it differently, there are real assets, basically the structure itself, that are depreciated more slowly over a long period, a longer period of time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, there, but these elements, there are elements, the tangible, personal elements, right, within that structure that are not considered real property. Right. So these are different things, right, uh, beyond the structure itself, and these can be depreciated. Can you be depreciated? Can't say the word. More quickly. Right. Right. So each item has its own projected lifespan. Right. Exactly. For for example, let's talk about an apartment building, right? Okay. So uh, may have a 27 and a half year life depreciation purpose, right? Sure. So, but many elements in and around the apartment may have a much shorter life. Yeah. They're not going to last that whole time. And they can be depreciated on uh, an accelerated base, right. basis, right? Accelerated timeline. So these may, these things may include uh, kitchen cabinets, appliances, uh, what else? Plumbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what fixtures? Shelving. Carpet. All of these can be depreciated basically over was it a, a five year schedule, schedule, right? Five right. years, yeah, for a five year schedule. Other items like paving, landscaping, they're considered improvements to land and it could probably be written off over fifteen years. Yeah. So something to pay attention to. And, and when you and when basically you're trashing out. A property, right? For for a rehab, right? So you're doing like a full gut, right? Any deductions not yet taken can probably be fully depreciated at the time. Yep. So something something to know. And again, you're not you're not expected to know all this stuff, right? I mean, you, yep. it's good to be familiar with it, but you're not going through all this yourself, basically, right? You're gonna have somebody help you with this. So yeah, a qualified individual, right? So firm. With that being said, though, this is a huge benefit to us investors because it's. it's can be potentially an enormous tax savings 
over many years. And this is something that is a, is a complete multiplier with your cash flow, or it can be a, a, a multiplier with your cash flow and just overall um, potential, earning potential. Well, and, the exact, and that's the point, right? As a passive investor in an apartment syndication and other types of real estate, uh, but especially apartment syndication, you get to take part in this benefit, Yep, which is huge. Yep. A lot of times, uh, I think I said it before, a lot of times um, the, the tax benefits alone um, are reason enough to make an investment for certain investors. Can you be. know, they're, it's, it's going to offset their, going to offset their, uh, their income in such a way that instead of having a bill, a tax bill, they're probably going to get a refund, uh, that, that happens all the time. And sometimes those refunds are enormous. It's huge. Sizable. Yep. So well, what is bonus depreciation? Ah, uh, right. Yes. Okay, so one of the one of the major changes with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 was the bonus depreciation for property with a useful life of less than 20 years. Uh, it increased to 100. percent You know, they 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 rolled it back like every few years. They kind of changed this uh, this uh, the tax cut, tax cut and Jobs Act, and they kind of accelerated and they they've boosted it all the way to 100. percent If you've purchased and put in place a property uh, as of September 27th of 2017. That's a so from now on. Like if you buy anything, you're you could be a, a candidate, which we'll go over that here in a little bit. So this just means that like in in any year, like I said, in any year that you place a property into service, it has a useful life of less than 20 years. You can immediately expense that full cost. So. Instead of taking a depreciation over a number of years, property owners can now take 100% of the depreciation in year one. You know, that's a huge bonus. Hold on, hold on. Can, can, you, can you read that again? Can you say it just one more time just so we make sure that everybody heard that? Okay, so basically th this means that in any year you place a property into service that has a useful life of less than 20 years, you can immediately expense that full cost. So instead of taking that depreciation over a number of years – Property owners can now take 100% of the depreciation in year one. Year one. Yep. Huge. Huge. All right. So this has the potential to completely wipe out your tax bill, like I mentioned before. So property that commonly qualifies for that 100% bonus depreciation, appliances, carpeting, tools, equipment, computers, yep, software, and land improvements. However, there's something called depreciation recapture. That it might affect your property owner, it might affect you property owners uh, that take that actually take the depreciation. But we're going to save that topic for another episode. Again, that's a little more involved, so we're going to leave that to itself. We could go over depreciation uh, recapture right now, but it's just one of those things. We're going to hit on it. We don't want to. We don't want to talk about it right now in this episode. We're going to. We'll get to it on another episode for sure. So, so anyways, so how do you know if you have a study performed? On in your property, say you have a property, right? How do you know if you should have this study performed, the cost segregation study, right? And and who's eligible for this? Okay, so going back to that definition, anybody who has constructed, purchased, expanded, or remodeled any kind of real estate with the purpose of increasing their cash flow and spend more than uh, this is a key metric here, and that you've spent more than seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on your property, you're a great candidate. Now, the reason being, cost segregation studies tend to be expensive. We're talking about thousands of dollars here. Okay, so if you have spent less than seven hundred and fifty grand on your property, the cost of the study might not be offset enough by the cash flow to be justified. Okay, so what? So, but what's the? All right, so I understand 
you know, you're going to have, you really don't want to do this if it's, you know, over a certain amount, you're spending over a certain amount because the costs don't justify the actual process. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so why, what's the point of even having it? I mean, oh, what's the okay. Point so of it done, I guess faster depreciation equals more cash up front to invest back into your business. This means that you can claim more, the more benefits when you need them the most. So faster depreciation means more cash, like you were saying, right mm-hmm. up front. So, and then just so I'm understanding this right. So basically it's like time value of money. Yep. You have it now. You can apply you can it right now. You can reinvest it or do whatever I need to do and take advantage of those returns as it is. And that's that's basically investing 101, right? Yeah, I mean, you, that's a way to literally like 10x that uh, that investment immediately. All right, so say, say I have a property, right? And mm-hmm. I bought this property and it meets all those, those requirements, right? Uh, so I buy this property. When when does that process start, or when uh, when basically do we implement the cost segregation? Okay, okay. So most professionals really recommend completing that cost segregation study immediately after purchase, or the remodel, or the construction of a property, or within the first year thereafter. Uh, you know, really to maximize those tax benefits. But but really, don't worry if you haven't even done it. You can actually still use that comp that that cost segregation at any point. So if you didn't get it done in the first year, maybe you didn't even know about it. Well, it, it really doesn't matter. At any point during that time you're holding that property, uh, if you if you think it's necessary, contact a firm that'll get it that can get it done. They'll give you some advice, but you're allowed to do it at any point before you get rid of this thing. So it's amazing. Right, absolutely. And and I want to touch on one thing else before we go, but who does the cost segregation study? Okay, so a, a cost segregation study uh, it's going to be completed by a professional with experience in engineering, architecture, construction, and, and tax accounting. You know, they're, they're going to be the ones that can provide the, the formal cost segregation allow, uh, analysis. Uh, this qualified engineer, they're going to inspect the property. They're going to estimate uh, the value of each component and assess the proper tax classification. Uh, like we were saying, you know, whether you can write off five, seven or 15 years, they're going right. to figure out where it kind of falls into place. <clears throat> and so that that resulting report is going to go to your CPA. Uh, it's going to assist your your tax preparer as they use it to file your tax return and uh, maximize your deductions. All right. So uh, this this study will separate, you know, those certain qualified items that would normally be considered that 1250 property. And, you know, it, it, like I said, it's going to convert to that 1245 property that we love. And, uh, you know, this could really include, you know, the electrical system, specialized kitchen equipment, carpet, wall coverings, partitions, millwork. You mentioned uh, a concrete, you know, yeah. uh, 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 pave and stuff like that. You know, it's like a slab floor, ventilation system, special plumbing, lighting fixtures, the phone system. It's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, the computer system, which I think is crazy. Uh, process piping, storage tanks. There's well, there's so much. This is why you need qualified. So, and this is one of those things. You're not going to go out here and do this yourself. You're nope. not going out here and just doing a cost. Hey, I'm going to go out on my property and do a cost segregation study. It's not how that works. Right. Right. So, I mean, you need to go out. You need to pay somebody to do this as long as you qualify, basically. Whatever it makes sense for you to go do a cost segregation study. But the key... One of the key things for this is make sure you, you kind of know the process for this. And, and Chris has pointed out some great takeaways for this, really. And and, and the, the main points of, you know, can you do a, a cost segregation study? And then basically, you know, 
when should you do it, and then who does the actual study. For a long time, I didn't know you could go back and do it. No, yeah. yeah. I thought it was just like, you do it, you know, you can do it at the it's beginning. Up front or nothing. And that was it. Yeah, I, for a long time, I didn't know you could do that. So when I found that out, I was like, man, that's that's pretty awesome. Pretty sweet. Well, because, you know, when we first started investing in real estate, it was just single family homes, right? So. Yeah, and that didn't even apply to us. Exactly. Uh, so it wasn't even on our radar. Right. So, you, you know, you start getting into larger deals and stuff like that and start looking at um, larger investments, and this comes into play. It's like, what were we, you know? Yep. This is this is the this is those uh, those kind of incentives that uh, that the IRS and that the government has 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 put forth and written in the tax code to really incentivize you know it, investors like us and like you you know to we're doing we're we're getting the benefits of like helping build a community and improve our tenants' lives and that's really what it should be about is improving those lives. So Absolutely. we get a little benefit from it. So what? It's awesome. All right. So before we wrap up, what are some key takeaways from we can okay, so, follow this, man? Okay. So like I said, you know, the that bonus depreciation, it's going to allow business to deduct a, a large percentage of the costs of the eligible purchases, purchases uh, the year that they acquire them, rather than depreciating them over a period of years. Okay. Um, it was created a way. It was created as a way to encourage investments by small businesses and really stimulate the economy. Um, the rules and limits for bonus depreciation—they've changed over the years. Uh, like I said, I don't recall exactly, but even even as far as like the 2000 and teens, every couple of years that uh, the the amount that you can. The, the amount of depreciation that you can take has been increased. I think it probably started out like 30%, 50%, 75%. And then they just right. like, you know what? Boost it to 100. It is set to expire uh, in 2023, you know, if our government doesn't act on it. But I think the way things are going, I think it's a pretty reasonable assumption to look at the past and see how they've increased it. It'll probably continue to move forward. So I don't think this is anything that we might be um, likely to lose um, because it is such a huge, in, uh, such a huge incentivizer. But just take note, in, in 2023, uh, if this goes unchecked, it, it actually is just set to expire. Good to know. So you got to stay on that. You know, here in a couple of years, we're going to have to – maybe we have to lobby for this to continue or remind someone. I'm sure there's already people on it, but that's just what's going on. Uh, and the last thing uh, that I think is crucial is the faster depreciation equals more cash up front. So that way you can stick that money right back into your business and invest it, right? Your 10x in that investment and your your gains are getting gains at this point now. So which means that you you can claim those benefits when you need them the most and that's right up front when it's the best. Absolutely. And like I said at the, the beginning of this episode, there are a lot of great benefits to to investing in real estate and also investing in large multifamily real estate, right? There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of benefits. This is one of the main benefits. So this is something that you should not overlook. This is something you should become familiar with at least a little bit, right? I mean, you don't need to know how to the ins and outs of a cost segregation study, but if you're out here and you're actually taking down these big deals, it you need to be familiar with this. Yep. This is something you're gonna need to know uh going forward. Obviously, the study is done by, you know, professionals, and then you're gonna have your tax professional, your CPA, whatever handle. Uh, the rest of it or whatever they're going to work uh, together so but this is definitely something you want to pay attention to so I think this is one of the most uh, important topics that we could have covered I mean and and this is something that it might not happen on every single deal um, and, and 
and that's okay. But uh, as a passive investor, this is something one of those things that you know, it kind of needs to be on your radar because it would be amazing to participate in a uh, in an investment this year and come tax time, you know, in January. Uh, when you got to start thinking about that, those taxes yeah, that you, really. you know, all your gains and everything you had all year, uh, it's immediate. So the stuff that you do this year will immediately impact uh, your taxes, you know, by basically what is today? I think today's tax day or was supposed to be tax day. Uh, so basically between now and a year from now, uh, the moves you make are going to affect what happens. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're running a little bit out of time here. Uh, before we get out of here, Chris, I got one question for you. So considering where we are uh, right now in like the current economic conditions, we all know it's a little crazy right mm-hmm. now, right? What what steps are you taking to, to basically better position yourself for the future or where we're at right now, really? Really, I think right now it's, uh, it's important that everybody pays attention to what's going on. Uh, you just pay attention to what's happening, how it's, how it's being handled and – just pay attention to I, I, right now. Like I'm really paying attention to the people that I look up to for guidance, the people who are, are well more versed than I am and just pay attention to the market. And it has to be across the nation because this is, especially in real estate, this is, we're going to feel this at in, in a ripple. We might not be affected right now, but that's not to say we're not going to feel it at some point. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm betting that opportunities are going to come up. Uh, absolutely. You know, so from what's going on, you know, I, I'm building my reserves and I'm paying attention. So that way, when an opportunity does present itself, I can actually take action. You know, things are going to turn around for the better. And, you know, I just want to be I want to be ready. So just build up that cash and pay attention and get all the data that you can from the, all your trusted sources and see what they're doing about it. And there's a lot of smarter people than I am. And I'm just trying to you know kind of ride on the shoulders of giants and see how they're going to react and maybe I'll act accordingly. And if you're on the fence about investing in real estate, especially maybe in a, in a syndication, uh, this is, this is a key time to get educated, right? This is one of the, one of the best times to get educated and position yourself to potentially invest in, in a deal. Um, you know, uh, it's just, it's just one of those times. I mean, most of the times are pretty good, right? Cause multifamily, yeah. uh, real estate, large multifamily real estate is, for the most part, pretty resilient. During the last downturn, it was really resilient. Um, but nobody knows how this is going to play out this time, right? Mm-hmm. So, but get educated, be aware of what's going on, network, and have them ca- have those cash reserves built up. That's I think those are great points, and I think all of us as investors need to have that kind of tucked away in our brains of how we're acting, right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't need to be scared of what's happening. I mean, hopefully you've positioned yourself well up to this point, but uh, um, just Pay attention. Let, let's see how this thing plays out and just be ready to act. Yep. Be cautious, but be ready. Yep. And then when something happens and the deal walks across your way and, and you've done your uh, your underwriting, uh, you know, done your conservative underwriting, then you can then you can take action. So it's going to be pretty important. All right. Chris, you got anything else? No, I'm happy with the way today went. Excellent. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in and we'll see you next week. See you. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.